Thank you, Pastor Phil. Take a seat, everybody. Who loves our church? Oh, there was another one. I love it here. I'll tell you what, we have an amazing family here. This morning is, a, um, is proof of that. I'll tell you what, could you feel it like during the worship? Could you feel coming together as a family and worshipping our God? Could you feel that? It was incredible. The band did an amazing job. Tops. Relax, everybody. Relax. I'm relaxed. You can call out if you want. Don't distract me, though. No, it's all right. Um, I just want to thank our pastors for doing an amazing job with our church. They are the life force behind what we have here. They are amazing visionaries, amazing leaders, amazing pastors. You know, we, when we first came here, probably, how long ago was that? How long have we been married? Almost two years. Almost two years ago when we came, we were taken in as family like that. Like straight away we became a part of the family. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's a blessing and, and we love you guys. So thank you very much for having us. We love it here. We love this house and I'll tell you what, we're blessed to be here. I want to share this morning on connecting. Tash and I look after the connect groups in our church and um, I thought it's an apt opportunity to, to talk about connecting just because I love it and if we're going to see our church go to the next level, we need to learn to be awesome connectors with people. It's not just about, you know, fake, oh, mate, how you going? It's, it's real life. We're here as a family, doing family we need to learn to, to connect well with people. Let's pray before I start. Holy Spirit, come and talk to us this morning. Come and teach us your heart for your people, Lord. God, come and empower us to do your work, the work of the church. In Jesus' name, amen. So first things first. People... It is a basic need of people to be connected. There's been studies done in orphanages where, where the, the carer-to-child ratio is low. They've got all their basic needs, like their food, shelter, all those other basic needs. They've got all of those, but the kids are struggling. Why are they struggling? Because they're... They're not getting the physical touch. They're not getting the connection with the carers. It says this, Recently, researchers observed the development of infants raised in orphanages where the ratio of care care providers to infants was low. While infants were appropriately fed, most often they were left alone in their cribs with minimal or no physical contact with the care providers. These children suffered from severe delays in physical growth and neurobehavioral development and elevated rates of serious infections. Although these case studies suggest a link between tactile deprivation and developmental delays, findings should be interpreted with caution and as several other factors may have been impacted. But you know what? I don't think there's other factors. I think they just need to be loved. 
Mother Teresa is a perfect example. She, was, she loved on anyone and everyone who came, along, came into her path. And she is an incredible connector with people. We, we as a church need to learn to connect with people and connect with people well. People are developed through their connections. They're developed spiritually, physically, emotionally and socially when we have connection with them. Obviously, I'm going to talk about connect groups later because I'm, I'm a big fan of connect groups. Huge fan of connect groups. I love our connect group. We get together and we, we eat together once a fortnight. We just feed them. Even when we don't have any money, we just find something in the cupboard and we feed them because we just love them. We have long-term people who have been in the church their entire lives. We've got people, we've got one girl who comes to our connect group who's been to church once and she left crying. But you know what? We just love them and we just care for them through our connect group. And that is, we're feeding them physically, we're feeding them socially and we're feeding them emotionally and spiritually. They don't even know it. Isn't that awesome? They don't even know it and we're feeding them. Jesus was the perfect example of a connector. He made connections with anyone and everyone, even the people he shouldn't make connections with. Everyone was telling him, don't, make the connect- don't talk to that Samaritan woman at the well. Don't talk to her. And he just connected with her and spoke into her life and she became a whole new person because of it. Jesus did those four things. He, he, he connected with people in those four areas. Jesus, with his disciples, even connected with them. He didn't even know them, and like that, he made a connection and just said to them, hey, follow me. And they went, yeah, okay. If, if that was you, would you leave your job? If someone came along to you, just walked into your office, their office was their boats, but anyway, if, they, if someone just walked into your office and came up to your desk and said to, said to you, hey, follow me, would you just go, yeah, okay, and just walk away from your job? Your, your one income, would you walk away from that? No. But Jesus connected with people so well, especially his disciples. So he, spiritually, he connected with them. So he would get them and he said to them often, come pray with me. Come, come pray with me with God. He took them on a journey of spirituality from where they previously were to their new life as a Christian. Physically as well. They, they did everything together. You know, the classic Leonardo da Vinci painting of them eating together, the, the Last Supper. Is that what it's called? The Last Supper? That's, you know, they did everything together. They ate together. They did life together. They traveled everywhere together. They were a a tight-knit group. Semi-tight. Emotionally, God stirred their hearts. He grabbed a hold of them and he broke their hearts for people. When Jesus died and, and, and then commissioned these guys to go out and fulfill you know, the call, their call for their lives, they had broken hearts for people. People come up to them blind and say, you know, give me, and they say, I'll give you what I have, and that is life. And then he, you know, would actually, I'd see. 
So they, they had emotional connections with, with Jesus. The lost, the diseased, the poor. The disciples grabbed that from Jesus and went out. And socially they ate together. They did everything together. So for the disciples to get a grasp of who Jesus was, they needed to do life together. And that is what connection is. We need to, we need to do life together as a church. And I know that we do that already. And I love it. You know, having the cafe, having milk and honey is, is a godsend for our church, I think, because we get to eat together. We get to do life together. You know, we hang around for hours after church. And I love it. I love our church. So when we are discipling people, when we're caring for people, when we're meeting new people, we need to learn to connect with people. Now, what is the basis for connecting with people? It is love. Love is the basis of everything we do. 1 John 4, 19-21 says this, We love because He first loved us. If we say we love God yet hate a brother or sister, we are liars. For if we do not love a fellow believer... Whom we have seen, we cannot love God, whom we have not seen. And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love one another. This is the basis of connecting with people. If you can't love someone, then you're going to find it real hard to connect with them. They say, they, say, they talk about the church and God in, the, in terms of a marriage and how Christ is the bride and church, you know, the, tr- the bridegroom of Christ. And, and I don't think it's, you know, the most intimate relationship you can have with someone is to marry them. And I don't think that there's, that's just, you know, I think that's a perfect example of, of, of love and connection at its core. We need, to, we need to learn to love God so deeply as, as the bride of Christ. We need to learn to come together and, and be that connection and have that, that close love. If we don't have love, you need to pray that God breaks your heart for other people and allows you to love. So we've got to have that connection with Jesus. Now, we also need to have, our, have a connection with other people. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 8. You can look it up if you want. 1 Thessalonians 2 verse 8. It's so great. It says, We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God but our lives as well because you had become so dear to us. That is what connect groups are all about for us. That is what connecting in church is all about. We share the gospel of God. We have that in common with each other. And that is one of the most powerful things, the most powerful connectors that we have as a church. And then, not only that, but we share our lives as well. We get to do life together. Isn't that nice? That God just doesn't say, excellent, now you have the gospel of God. See you later. I'll see you in eternity. He doesn't do that. He says, get that gospel of God. Get that revelation of who you are in Jesus. And then do life as a community. Do life as a beautiful connected person in the house of God. If we're going to grow this church, and I know we will, I know that we're going to grow this church. The life here is incredible. 
If we're going to grow this church, we can't just sit back and watch. We all have to get involved. We all have to be that family to the people who come in. You know, Anthony and Lisa, you've made a great decision to come into our house because you are now family and we accept you as family. We want to, we want to see people connected to God. You know, our, the vision for our church is that this house will be an open heaven, that people will come in and go, surely this is the place of the Lord. If we're going to have people connected to God, we need to connect them to, to the church as well. It's only going to get harder as well. It's only going to get harder to be connected as the church grows. That's just the nature of churches. But never fear because we have connect groups. You know, don't rely on, if you're relying on Sunday to, to be connected, you're going to struggle. I guarantee you. You can't do family one day a week. Have you ever tried it? It doesn't work. If you, if you said to someone, all right, we'll be family, but um, like Tash, if I said, okay, you know, we'll, we'll get married and, and we'll start a family, but um, I'm only going to be home on Sundays and uh, the, the other six days of the week, you can just fend for yourself. I'm out of here. I'll see you later. That's not going to work. We can't, I, can't, I can't be a, a, a healthy father if I, you know, if I say to her, I'm not going to have any contact with you for the six days. Just on, just on one day a week, I'm going, to, I'm going to come home and I'm going to be a dad. Great. That's, that's not going to be helpful. Is it, babe? How pregnant are we now? 28 weeks? 12 weeks to go? Holy smokes. It's great. We know what we're having, but I won't tell you. Probably all know already anyway. Um, I was, we were, I've got two stories from last weekend. Last weekend, we went back to Dubbo. Um, Tasha's brother lives there with his wife, and they're having a little baby, and they're due in January. So we were there for a baby shower, and um, a whole bunch, I grew up in Dubbo, so there was a few people I knew there, so I went and hung out with a couple of my friends. Anyway, I, I met this girl I'd never met before. I said, so what do, you, what do you do? And she said, oh, you know, I'm at uni, I live in Sydney, um, you know, I, all that. I said, okay, you go to church in Sydney? She said, yeah, 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 I go to church. She told me the church. I won't mention what church it is. It's a rather large church. But anyway, I said, so you're loving it? You love church? Because she's, she's a PK, she's a pastor's kid. Um, I said, so you're loving church? You're loving it? Is it awesome? It's one of those churches where you'd go and you think, yeah, this is, I've, you know, I'm going to love it here because it's big and healthy. And um, I said, so you're loving it? And she said, ah, oh, no, nah, not really. I just, it's just not home. And I went, oh, that, that, I'm grieved by that. It's not home. I said, what do you, so, you know, do you serve? Ah, uh, nah, nah, just turn up. You know, I've served all my life as a pastor's kid, so I just wanted a church where I just, you know, turned up. I went, oh, okay. What do you do during, during the week? Do you go to a connect group or something? Life group? Bible study? You know, what do you do? 
Oh, no, I don't have time. And I went, oh, that's why it's not home. That's why she doesn't have that connection. She's expecting to have family one day a week. And for that to be enough, I tell you, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's never going to be enough. Oh, that was, I just, oh, that's so sad. And if we, as a church, as we grow next year, next year, I, I just want to put it out there, next year we're going to double in size. We're going to double in size. We're going to see people come into this house and get saved for the first time. We're going to see people healed in this house. For them to come into this house and feel like this is family, we need to connect with them. When they come in, we have to make that connection. We have to eat with them. I I want this to be a church where when people leave from a service, they know they have a lunch date or a dinner date. Either here or anywhere. There's plenty of Thai places. Christians love Thai. And as soon as someone gets saved, oh, I love Thai. I want to eat Thai. It's just how it works. So I want that to be our culture, is that when someone comes into our church, they know they're going to someone's house for lunch. Or they know they're going to someone's place for dinner. Or brunch or afternoon tea. You know, high tea. High tea at Libby's Cafe. I want that to be our culture. You know, we don't just share the gospel, which I'm the biggest fan of the gospel. The good news of Christ. I love it so much. I want to share that with everyone I come in contact with. And then I want to share my life with them as well. We have non-Christians in our connect group. We're just doing life with them. You know, we do Bible studies and, and that kind of thing. We, we pray together as a, as a connect group. And we talk about what happened on Sunday at church. And they're just, just there, just loving it. We, uh, anyway, I'll tell a story, another story later. We need to have that amazing family atmosphere in this house that when people come in, they go, yep, this is home. I don't want anyone to ever come into our church and say, oh, it just, it's just not home. That, that breaks my heart. I'm sure it breaks God's heart as well. So, I, um, the other story from um, last weekend, we're at the baby shower, so there was a whole bunch of different people, a whole bunch of family, you know, we're from big families, so there's probably about uh, heaps of family, 20, 30 people with their children, it was incredible. And we're all sitting around, and... Um, this one of the um, one of her workmates turned up, and she came in and and put the, put a present down on the present table, and turned around and looked at everyone and went, "Whoa!" and just went and stood over next to the wall, and just just stood there on her own, and I was right down the back of the backyard just watching everything going on, going, "Oh, this is awkward. Oh, oh, this is really awkward," and and then. My beautiful pregnant wife was sitting there talking to some other family and she turned around and said to her, hello, I don't know you, come and grab a seat, come and sit with us. It's so tash, isn't it? 
She's a caregiver. That's her personality type, caregiver. So this girl who was completely out of place and feeling so awkward was connected in. Next year is, is our year as a church. We're going to grow our connect groups tenfold. If you're keen to start a connect group, come and talk to us. If you're keen to get into a connect group, come and talk to us. Because we want to see this family extended. We want to see our extended family coming in and being connected in into this family that we have as a church. So let's stand. I'm just I'm in clo- I'm closing up. Almost finished. Let's stand and let's commit ourselves to God. Just one on one with God. Just let's just commit to him and commit to connecting to new people, to connecting to this church, to loving people, to establishing family in this church. We're just going to have 30 seconds where we just commit ourselves to God.